Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 11 of There's No Place Like Terra. I'm Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over bloodlines, or what I like to call Teok's Cold Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already referencing the, the show to itself, because th- that's meta. <laughs> yeah. Teok's very bad day. Yeah, no kidding. Teok's no good, <laughs> no. very... I don't Horrible, know the, very bad day. I don't know the name of that children's young adult book <laughs> you're pretty close okay good um i can also can i just say i can't believe we're on episode 11 yeah no kidding i was just trying to do that and, and we had the one um offshoot so we had one shoot. We're this 12, is kind of 12 10. kind of 13 because we had an episode zero what Holy that is crap. a lot lucky number 13 Woo-hoo. and it's teal's <laughs> Alrighty. So this uh, aired on October 10th, 1997, which I have a couple people that have that birthday in my life, oh, so it's a good day. Nice. Um, As Ice Cube would say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't I know why that seemed necessary. I did not know he would say that. Today was a good day. <laughs> yeah, you listen to music that I do not listen to. <laughs> you know pop culture things that I do not. This is, this is why we play well with each other. not aware of. <laughs> Because I am a nerd that rarely sticks my head out of the ground for <laughs> for normal culture. Um, so this was written by Jeffrey F. King. Um, the story was by Mark Saraceni. Sure. Cool. I think this is the only story in the show, so I will not have to attempt to pronounce it again. Oh, sweet. Yep. Directed by Mario as a party. Nice. We know that name. Yes. What is? Do, what do I know that name from? Because I'm bad at this. Uh, everything. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's like one of those sort of, his name is synonymous with Stargate people. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember this name? He it is not like an Italian dish of and... food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is because of Stargate that you know this name. Got so it. we have some two great guest stars in this one. Um, we have Sally Richardson. Um, most okay. most of my folk know her from Eureka. Okay. Um, she's big in Eureka. She she's she was also in I Am Legend. She was Will Smith's wife. Oh, is where I think most of most people would know her okay. from. But Eureka is an amazing show, and I highly recommend it to you. You know, I've watched one or two episodes, and I only haven't seen it because of time. Yeah, I highly recommend Eureka to everyone, guys, because okay. Eureka is. One of the most pure fun shows that I've well, like well, ever. You know what made me want to see it is they did a crossover episode of Eureka with Warehouse Thirteen. Yes, yes. And I loved Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah, I really, really dug that show. And so there was one crossover episode where we get the kid with the glasses. His name I can't remember. A uh, Fargo. Yes, and then and so he crosses over and and and. Um, has like a romance thing with our girl whose name I just blanked on, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I believe it was Fargo. It was Douglas Fargo, if I remember correctly. I just remember her her real life last name. If I'm wrong with that, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, and if not, right. that's what I always call them. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, I wanted that I'll check out. But yeah, so and this is actually, as you can imagine, Teal's family comes back in later right. episodes. Uh, this is the only time it's played by Sailor Richardson, though. Oh. Uh, we switch actors after this. She's got, I, he's got multiple wives. I do not know why we switch actresses. I don't um, know. Maybe 
she I'll, wasn't available. I can find that out for later. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't think Eureka had started after that, so because Eureka didn't start till much later. Uh-huh. But anyway, the other guest star is yes. the amazing, the wonderful Tony Amandala. This face looks so familiar to me. Why well, does has, it look familiar? He to ha- me? Well, a he has a very distinctive face. Yes. He has a very distinctive facial features. But he is just a rock star. He's in everything. Currently, okay. he is playing Geppetto on Once Upon a Time. I know. Okay, that's where I know him from. But Although he's I'm not been, caught up on that. I show. mean, he's been in Mask of Zero, Lewis and Clark, X Files, Angels, uh, Seinfeld, West Wing. And he's been in everything wow. under the sun. Okay. He's been in. He's one of those guest stars that just pops up on. Everything. This guy finds work. He also does <laughs> voices, video games, and all sorts oh, of other right stuff. Oh, right on! I love um, that good video game. He's been in everything, and I love him. And I love him in Stargate. He is awesome. Braytac is one of my favorite characters. So, so we may see Braytac again. He's training his son. Okay, okay, good. Because I dug this character. Yeah. Without delving too deep into the episode right at the top, I really dug this dude. He's just he's he's like literally made for fan service. I feel okay. Like, like he's yeah. just made to be badass. He's just I was gonna say he's just a badass. He's yeah. just a like pretty great dude and he's yeah. just kinda old and grizzly and awesome. I love him. Yeah. Oh, like I so wanna good. be with this guy when the zombie apocalypse comes. Oh, totally. Because he's gonna know how to handle things. Yeah, because then I'm like, I will make the fire. Yeah. You protect us. Yeah. <laughs> I will stand here and do nothing, but I will promise to stay out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I promise I won't get myself killed. Just don't yeah. make sure other things don't kill me. <laughs> Um, and the planet is we're back on Chew Black. I That's right. neglected to look up the address for that, but we've said it at some but point. But we know, earlier. but we know we're back on Chew Black. It's Chew Black, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we start uh, with a scene of Jaffa, including Teal'c, uh, dressed in full battle gear. Yep. There's a child on a table. And his very poor prosthetic pouch is shown. His yeah, bad oh, prosthetic oh, pouch. Yeah. I cannot see those without grossing out. I keep <laughs> wanting to watch it and be like, I know it's coming. I'm okay with this. This is not weird. This is not gross. It's still gross. It's still gross. Oh, I've never... I, I guess. I've I never don't know why it does it for me. But then we flash to Teal'c being on the table. He's a current age Teal'c, but it's like he's getting his own ghouled symbiote. He's screaming in pain. The boy walks around. This is all like classic dream cut fashion. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's screaming the the term Ryak. Yeah. Which is the mean something, clearly, because he's saying well, it over and he over. he clearly says next scene that it means nothing in the yeah. most convincing manner oh, possible. Oh, yeah, totally nothing. Uh, this is an intense cold open. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was, this is, I was very happy like, I wasn't eating. They don't, like, <laughs> ease you into it. No. They just, like, start. Life is terrible. Here's why. So, Teal's <laughs> wakes up in the SGC infirmary under uh, the care of Janet, and everyone's worried. They're up in the gallery watching, um, and they're trying to find out a way for Teal'c to live without Junior. Yeah. For him to not be relying on the gold. Um, but it didn't really work. And no. they had to Damn put it, the sta- Janet. They- <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I was just waiting for my chance. <laughs> oh, now I'm never going to be able to. Yeah. I apologize. Anyways. Back on track. <laughs> I've had and a lot he, of caffeine today. And he tells, and he tells, Teal'c's you know, I forget if it was Daniel or, or Jack says you were you were yelling the term word Ryak. What does that mean? He goes, it means nothing. It totally means nothing. Because by nothing, totally it means everything. Exactly. And we go to credits. Um, so when we come back, we're in a briefing room scene. And what the earlier experiments on Teal did prove is that Junior is his immune system. Right. And they said if they can figure out how it actually helps him, like, how it actually works as an immune system, mm-hmm. they can save a lot of the lives on Earth. 
Right. Because there's a lot of people with immune compromise. Yeah, Im- if they immune, can harness immune, compromised immune, immune systems, systems autoimmune deficiencies. Flipping my words all around. Oh, we're good. Um, but yeah, that could definitely benefit a ton of people. Yeah, I would take a gold, please. Yeah. I'm totally down. Totally down. One. But I like, <laughs> you know, this is one, another one of those times where they're actually talking about directly how the technology and the things that they're discovering, you know... It, it's interesting of how if this came forward and they discovered this, how it would be released to the public and how, what story would go behind it. Because clearly they would never say, hey, by the way, we got this from, you know, an alien. Oh, no. We would say this is a deep under the ocean creature <laughs> yeah. that always existed exactly. and we just found it. Yeah. Because I think that a lot when they're like, scientists have found or, or whatever. Some biologists have I found normally, it. I'm like, bull. This I normally, is not on Earth. This is yeah, not I normally assume that they have found it via alien through yeah, the intergalactic yeah. doorway. That weird fish with the light bulb on his head? Yeah. Come on! He's got what? a light bulb on his head. Has anyone actually seen that in real life? Because I'm thinking that, that story's fake. How would that not evolve and stick around? <laughs> how, how do we not have light bulbs in our hands? Like the eyeballs is a monster from Penn's Labyrinth has? Oh, yeah. That would be so cool. Just or light up. the Beetlejuice where he takes his eyeballs out and they pop up on his hands and he's trying to be scary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. See? Light bulbs. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> my light bulb hands. <laughs> when your eyes go bad, you just pop one off your fingers and stick them back into your eyeballs. It's like little, like, spares. Yeah, they're like backup eyes. <laughs> I dig it. I'm in. Okay. All right. Back on track. So, uh, Tilk says there is, there's still a possibility to give the boys in Langley a symbiote to study because there are many, many on Chulak. That's right. And everyone's like, oh, let's think of a different thing. Yeah. How do they not immediately go, why do you randomly want to go back to Chulak? Remember how that didn't go well uh, for us last time? Remember that time that dying and death was an option? <laughs> Was a big giant threat on Chula. Wait, you mean last week? Yeah, remember that time? Every week? Yeah, remember that time that all the time. Um, <laughs> and the rest, so the rest of his team is is not up on the idea, and he's like, "Well, that's the la- I will not mention it again." And he storms off. Right. Very until he's like. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if if you're going to throw a tantrum, t- temper tantrum, that's the way to go. It was the most awkward, uh, like, attempt at being sly and being like, hey, we should go to Chulak for no reason other than this random reason. <laughs> what? That's not going to happen. Well, just kidding. I didn't want to go anyway. I hate you. <laughs> that's basically what he did. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so then Jack just knocks and then barges on in <laughs> to Teal's private you room You know, I've, I've never understood that. Why do people knock and then open the door? Just open the door. Just is, open is the door. Is it a warning? I'm about to walk. In. Warning, I'm about to see you naked. Well, yeah. you're going to see anyway because yeah. you didn't wait for me to tell you exactly. I was naked. <laughs> um, and he's trying to figure out uh, what's up with Teal'c's moodiness. Right. Uh, what's up with Teal'c's PMS. Why and... are you so emo, Yeah, Teal'c? why you don't so even emo? have bangs to flip back? <laughs> uh, Teal'c doesn't want... He, we find out that Teal'c doesn't want to go back for his own life, but for his son, Ryak. Right. And Jack's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, why do you have a son that you didn't tell us about? Pause the story. Uh, yeah. And Teal goes, he didn't mention his family for their own safety. You yeah. Know, he doesn't want, it's, it's you know, it's, you don't tell at the time, he couldn't trust necessarily Earth, so he didn't want to mention. Yeah. Because it's also, they might end up in enemy hands, and he was trying to he protect them. He gives a them. very noncommittal answer he of was a warrior very... is yes. threatened if they know he has family, yeah. something along those lines. It's like, that doesn't. But Jack made a good point. Like, he swore, like, to yeah. them that he had no ties. This is true. Um, and Jack is pissed. Right. 
Um, As it should be. I would be pissed too. I'd be like, you you didn't tell us all of the stuff that you knew. Yeah, how long have we been working side by side? You yeah. never once mentioned... Jack's right. like, I mentioned I had a kid, yo, and you didn't mention you had a kid? We yeah, we yeah, this could have been a thing we shared. We're both dads. Um, we could have both gotten ugly ties together. <laughs> uh, and Jack, or Teal'c said he will return with or without the SGC's help. Um, because within days, Ryak will undergo the Primta, uh, which is a ceremony to get his first ghouled larva. Right. And he's like, that's going to keep him enslaved. So that's the thing that I wanted to ask about. So... I always assumed they just got one gold and this this was your guy forever. But they well, get multiples, they can change them out? Well, it's because essentially if you the way that I always thought about it is so the gold when the gold are really, really young, they're tiny, they can't support someone's immune system, and when okay. they get big enough, the Jaffa are essentially their cocoon. Oh. And they they're they go into a Jaffa while they're finishing their growth. Okay. And then when they get big enough and strong enough that they could actually take a host, is they kind of get swapped out, and then oh. the Jaffa gets a new gold. They're, it's like putting them in the kangaroo pouch Right, cocoon. right. And it's like, okay, I'm ready to be full grown now. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. And now, I don't know how long they're normally in the Jaffa. Yeah. But it's it just... An, it, it seems yeah. like it's a number of years. It clarifies the idea that I had where I just thought, this is your Jaffa. It's like, this is your god. There <laughs> yeah. are many others like it, but this, <laughs> this is, is yours. yours. <laughs> Um, and he mentions that his first teacher, Braytac, shared his views of the Gould and how the, you know, the, the kangaroo larval pouch is how the Jafar are kept enslaved to these right. gods. Because once, once you get a Gould, you are literally, it, it, as before, it's the immune system. They are completely dependent. It's yep. like a drug that you literally cannot get they off for the rest of your life. They and then they are done. Yeah. Exactly. Um... And he, Tilk refuses to let Ryak undergo the same thing. Right. Because he wants him to be free. Um, so in the briefing room, the rest of SG-1 trying to convince Hammond to let them go. Yeah. He refuses. He's like, um, no. Yeah. And they try and sell him on the fact that they can gain symbiotes for study. And, you know, Teal claims that there's other Jaffa. That's a real hard sell. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Even um, Hammond's got to be like, mm. And there are other Jaffa who believe in freedom. Although they can only count one. Yeah. He goes, Daniel's like, where there's one, there's more. Shut up, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, it's like, that's what I wanted to do. Just shut um, up. And Jack gets pulled into the principal's office and he's asked to shut the door. Yeah. Which is the sign that you're in trouble. Yep. Uh, and and uh, Ham is just like, do you think this is my first rodeo? Yeah, basically. He's like, he's what like, do you do think, you think I'm an here? idiot? This yeah. is, you're not telling me the whole story. This is a no-go. Yeah. Um, and that's where Jack sort of, you can tell he doesn't really want to do it, but Jack admits the full reason. Right. He admits that there's a family and Teal'c's family's there, the whole rest of the solution. So this is, I have, I, there's not a full history according to Stargate. I have a okay. mini one. Okay. Just because there's a quote that Daniel said ah. about it's a Faustian bargain. What is a Faustian bargain? Why well, I will I... tell you what a Faustian bargain is. Um, so Faust is um, part of a classic German legend. And he was okay. a sco- scholar who thirsts for knowledge. Okay. And he essentially, he made a pact with the devil in exchange for a soul. And in turn, he got unlimited knowledge and worldly pleasures. Oh. So um, Faustian usually describes a super ambitious person who surrenders their morals and they get power he and give success. up everything for power. Okay. Yeah. And in most versions, the devil's representative that he makes a deal with is Mistopheles. 
Oh, I know that name Step from Futurama. <laughs> I know I that know. it's not where I should and, go from. And I know that thing from Cats because I'm a nerd. <laughs> I don't like that musical very much, but, you know, stop, please. Um, and so he basically, in most versions of the legend, he gets sort of a set number of years of power of magic before he's okay. dragged into hell for eternity. Yeah. Um, so that's what he's talking about, the Jaffa, or a, it's, it's a Faustian bargain because they get this this super strength and it's all a short of, term yeah they get this yeah. they get extra strength and they right. get the extra the speed healing and everything with the Jaffa but in turn they are essentially enslaved to Forever. the ghoul yeah okay um also I you know Faust in this legend has been sort of the roundabout inspiration for tons of media books films why is there this seems like it would be ripe for a current like film or movie, yeah. Like set in modern day. I like that. Somebody out there make that. <laughs> but like instead of it being a scholar who gets knowledge and power, it's like a politician. Well, it's kind of like the what is the uh, oh just left my mind. It's not Dorian Gray, but that's all I can think of. But you know those those kind of classics are ready for some sort of oh, creepy up, up oh, remake. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that has been this week's mini history according to Stargate. Dun 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 dun. So. As there, as Jammin and Ha... Jammin? Jammin... Jammin. I like that. Jammin. That is their Benefer name. Yeah, are they dating now? Jammin. Yeah, so whenever Jack and Hammond are saying it's Jammin. Yeah. Yep. So Jammin's in in Hammond's office uh, conversing, and the alarm goes off. The the unscheduled gate activation alarm. Yeah, somebody's at the gate, yeah. Surprise, surprise. surprise, I wonder who it could be. Hmm. Uh, So Teal's there in his full Jaffa metal outfit, and he's dialing the gate to go back to Chulak and Hammond will not let him. Guns are pointed at right. Teal'c. Um, Hammond can't let him go because of all the knowledge he has of right. the base. He's right. always we don't know. Birth. Yeah, we don't know if he randomly decided to take a turn for the worst. And Teal'c's like, I will die before I give that knowledge out. And Hammond's like, that's exactly my point. You're going to get You're yourself gonna die. killed. Yeah. And Teal'c's like, I-, I need to, if I die, I will die trying to do this. Right. Um, and Hammond's like, well, if you're going to go, you should have some backup. So he approves the mission and... He goes, so when is this thing supposed to happen? He goes, within a day. I was like, really cutting a little close? You've yeah. known this for how long? Why did yeah, why and didn't like, you do this sooner? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you go back sort of two weeks beforehand? A little bit of procrastination there, Teal. Uh, but the the change in Teal's face, because you're on Teal's face when Hammond sort of gives the go-ahead. Yeah. And the change in Teal's face yep. is beautiful. It's a great, yeah, great, oh, great subtle play there by uh, Chris Judd. It's one of those, like... Hey, you get to actually act and yeah. not just be like the silent Zen one. Yeah. So it's it was it was really cool. You get to do more than just eyebrows. <laughs> but don't don't forget to work those eyebrows. Don't forget the eyebrows. You just yeah. have to add in with the eyebrows. <laughs> so SG1 goes through the gate as priests and Jack takes his hat off and Daniel forgets to take his glasses off. Yeah. Uh, where did they get these outfits from? Because this is like a super specific fabric. It's like a That's weird plastic. True. Where did they get these? That is a specific pattern, too. Yeah. You're right. You know, <laughs> your local, uh, yeah. Your local uh, Jaffa superstore? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's right next to the army surplus store. <laughs> Jaffa or us. Yeah. Um, so they're going through as scholars from the court of Apophis, and Teal gets out of showing his face by saying his helmet was damaged in combat, and they get to continue on. How do 
when you have the mask on, how do you see? Uh, nope, you don't. Yeah. Like, is there a camera? Like, is there a camera going and down? The little and, red eyeballs? Yeah, so there's, like, a camera up here, and he gets, like, a feed computer screen on the inside of the It's totally, the like, helmet. the inside of, yeah, it's, like, the inside of Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Is that That's what's exactly going on? what it is. He's just, he's Robert Downey Jr. in there. <laughs> Can Robert Downey Jr. be on Stargate? Could you imagine that? a snark off between Jack oh, yeah. and Tony Stark? I like that. That would be really cool. <laughs> you want to see Michael toys? It's like, yeah, you want to see Michael toys, dude? Isn't Thor a jerk? It's like, oh my oh god, god, don't even get me started. Don't even get me Thor. started on Thor. Yeah. And they, it takes them like an hour before they realize they're talking about different Thors. Yeah, yeah, that's a plot twist. Yeah. Or are they talking about different Thors? Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. Maybe Thor has multiple personalities and he's got issues. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he needs help. I just really <laughs> want to snark off between those two now. <laughs> I like it. I'm in. <laughs> and then you have and then you have uh, Cap come in. Because really, if you think about it, Jack is just a weird mix between Iron Man and Cap. Their personalities. Oh. I don't know. Cap's too much of a goody goody. I know, but really, Jack is still Captain hardcore America's military. A, yeah, though. but Captain America's a goody goody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's you a mix between be the two. It's a mix to, between yeah, the two. To have a, someone else sit there and bully him. It's really. Because <laughs> really, in some senses, Captain America's a little bit like Daniel. Like, shut up, Captain. Like, he's a yeah, little more. Yeah, he is. But act. I was more going to, like, if you take the, the military and the patriotic right. yeah. pride of Cap here's and mix I, I, it with the personality of Iron Man. I want to ship um, Captain America and, uh, and and Captain Awesome. Oh, God, why am I losing her name? Sam? Thank you. <laughs> Captain Sam and Captain America. Oh. I'm shipping that. Oh, that'd be a good mix. <laughs> I want mix. that to happen. I can see that happening. <laughs> Daniel no, gets no one. No, no. Daniel's got Again, going later on. seasons, Daniel can earn a ship with the Avengers. Okay. So far, he does not earn it yet. I just, I want to see that romantic pairing happen. You know Captain who else Sam would be good? All the captains. Teal squared. Teal and Natasha? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. The badassery that we Oh, happen. I know. Yeah. Tilk and Natasha? Can you Yikes. just imagine them on a date? The, uh, I'm not imagining them on a date. <laughs> Are you imagining I'm after? imagining the, wow, yeah, the aerobic nature of the physical activities that could happen. All right, I'm done. <laughs> hey, there's a Stargate episode. <laughs> so, um, I might have to do some illustrations for that. Back on planet G-rated events. Back on friendly for television things. <laughs> so they ditch their outfits, which I'm very confused as to why. What is the need for that? Yeah, wouldn't it be easier to travel around Chulak if you dress as a priest you and not think, in like do you hate random? The Maybe the clothes are so itchy and weird. <laughs> but they have full gear underneath. There's no part of that that's like touching that's their skin. True. Maybe they're just hot. <laughs> Maybe they're just more of going, hey, we should probably show off our own uniform while yeah. we're on our own TV show. Guess how badass we because are. Because plot. Um, <laughs> and uh, and they head off to Teal'c's former home, which is a gift from Apophis for many years of service. <laughs> Surely it's still standing in one oh, piece totally. of intact yeah. and his wife what? and son are there. But it's not. It is burnt to the ground. It's completely destroyed. And Teal'c's falling apart in this scene yeah. is 
absolutely heartbreaking. This was a great one. There's got the dramatic music, and you can just pan up and see all the ruins of everything left. And you turn the corner and plastered on the entire, the one standing wall is the symbol for Shulva, which is traitor. Right. Which we've heard before, because Apophis called him Shulva earlier. Yeah. Um, and... You know, Carter reminds him there's no indication that his wife and son were here. And he walks, tries to walk inside the building, and he literally just falls. Right. Um, And then Jack has a staff weapon pointed at his head. And Teal'c greets this strange man uh, with Tecmate <laughs> Braytac. Yeah, this is an interesting. Is, yeah, this is an interesting situation because we're like, why are people not immediately dead? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tecmate is like a friend greeting. Uh-huh. So Tecmate Braytac. And um, Braytag tells him that he has no reason. He, 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 his wife and son escaped. That's he, He's heard that. Um, and he came here because he assumed Teal'c would return for the ceremony. So Teal'c introduces the team to Braytag. And Braytag just looks them up and down and just tears them apart. Yeah. In... So, He's basically like, what up, losers? Yeah. In <laughs> such an amazing scene. And you're like... Uh, bitch, say what? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy, and why is he talking down to our team? Who is this random dude that thinks he's a big old badass? He's like, whatever. And then What's up, guys? he calls them Hashak, which is weakling and fool. Yikes! And 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 like Jack, Jack is like, who are you calling a hassock? Yeah. <laughs> um, and Braytek spars with Jack, and Jack takes him down. Right. Until Braytek tapes yeah. him down. And because he was playing them all and he welcomes them warmly. Right. Um, this was sort of his, this was He's his. Like, haha, just testing you. Yeah, this was his, like, his, um, his, uh, hazing. Yeah. To welcome oh, him. Oh, yeah. And we find out that Braytek is 133 and can still basically kill, kick anyone's ass. Yeah. This, so this guy's a badass. He's uh, Mr. He's, Miyagi. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and. So Teal'c's family are outcasts, and they're living on the outskirts of, right. the vil- of, of all the villages. They're untouchables, essentially. Um, Jack sends Sam and Daniel back to go set up a, um, set up around the gate and wait for their return, because Plot needs them to go Do a different thing. direction. Yeah, go away from here. Um, there's This is, I think, my favorite line, and there's a callback later in the episode. And Teal'c goes, if we're discovered, you'll be brought before Apophis along with us. And Neil goes, well, we'll just have to cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> Braytech goes, no, the bridge is too well guarded. And Neil's like, no, actually there, I was using a cliche that and just... Yeah, no, where it's, no, no, it doesn't work. Remember that part where you're on a different planet? <laughs> it's like... Your Americanisms may not work on other planets. Your Americanisms hardly work in different countries. Right, right. Let alone on different planets. <laughs> Um, I should really study up on his intercultural Also, it's really handy that Braytech just immediately was speaking English. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I really handy. I love how handy. handy it is that everybody just speaks English everywhere. My favorite that they don't even, you know, Star Trek went like, oh, there's a universal translator. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And even like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has the babblefish of 60 years. <laughs> Stargate's like, we don't care. No, everybody <laughs> just speaks English. Deal with it. Um, and so Jack pretends he's in charge while they're on the road. He's he's, right. he's not he's no. not in charge. No. In his own head, he is. Um, and there's this great he has this great conversation. There's this beautiful way he sums up because like Braytac and him are talking. He's sort of explaining Earth, and he goes that he doesn't serve any gods. That that Earth has lots of gods, mm-hmm. and not everyone believes in the same gods, and not everyone believes in gods the same way, and all this kind of stuff. 
And um, but he says he does, you know, he serves the SGC. Right. And he he does serve a very good and a very bald man from Texas. <laughs> it's very important that we know that. Which is basically the best way of describing Ooh. Hammond. Yeah. It's like a perfect explanation. <laughs> a bald man from Texas? A bald, a very good, very bald man from Texas. Very good and very bald. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Sam and Daniel ran into a parade of... of baby infant Gould and decide to follow. <laughs> a parade. <laughs> and they're being so stealthy yeah. with all their loud noises. Yeah, no, I, I, they're doing the sneak thing that you see in cartoons <laughs> where they're like tiptoeing very loudly. So essentially they're sneaking like I sneak. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah, being yeah. very good sneaking yeah, yeah, yeah. at things. <laughs> so uh, the others arrive at the camp and everyone runs because they see Jaffa armor. Because uh, I get the feeling that Shafa just kind of come here for target practice They're like, sometimes. what's up? Let's go shoot at things randomly because yeah. we got nothing better to do. Uh, Teal'c sees the gorgeously, purposely set up pure white tent and goes, well, that's the place I need to be going to. I must go to there. Yeah. And runs in to forcefully stop the ceremony. He doesn't want to hurt the priest, but he does because the priest forces his hand. Uh, and a cloaked figure joins in fighting Teal'c. And we find the priest dies because he's like accidentally stabs himself or something. Yeah. In the process, the the ghoul that was going to be implanted dies. Um, and we find out this cloaked figure is his wife, Dreyak. Yes. And she is pissed. Yeah, I'm excited for a second until she's pissed at Teal. And then pissed. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, and, you know, the Gould was to be implanted is dead. And Dreyak says that Teal... Dreyak says that Teal has condemned Ryak to death. Right. And even by the outcast standards, they are shunned. And she's had to beg the priest and scrap, you know, scrap whatever she can do to pay things off in order to get the ceremony performed. And their life has essentially been shit since he left. Um, and she's told Ryak that Teal'c was dead. Yeah, well, she has every right to be mad. Yeah. As much as I'm, I, you know, I immediately was like, hey, you back off and leave Teal'c alone. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> In her eyes, he's basically a deadbeat dad. Because he, if you were think about it, he left without any word. Yep. No one knows. Like, Drake has absolutely no clue why yep. he left. Yep. You know, and to her, he could be dead. Yeah. Because we can, you know, I can imagine maybe at some point along the way, maybe at some planet, Teal'c was able to get word, like, pass a note to someone and somehow a note got back without the SGC knowing. Right. But... You know, still... Well, even then, I mean, the, the rumors must be going around that he's a traitor and he left him for this random thing. That would and be so, enough to be like, oh, so you're just out? Yeah, and so, you know, there it's more of the question of, so did he actually go and do this? Is he actually a traitor or is he actually dead? And, you know, he died, yeah. you know, becoming a traitor. And so, she, you know, who knows right, what she's been right. told? Who knows what she knows? Either way, she's been left alone to raise this kid with no knowledge of where his dad went. And they've been completely sh- thrown right, out of their house right. as burned. They're outcasts. Yeah. They, I mean, they hardly even have a Because it's safe to say they probably lived a life of privilege when he was still oh, working yeah. for Jaffa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, we're, the, Sam and Daniel find this outdoor, weird, unguarded temple thing. Yeah. I love that it's unguarded. There's just a random temple right here. And then they're like, well, no one would want to steal a gould except for them. <laughs> Except for exactly the two people who found it. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, Teal c- carries Ryak back to the, it's not even a tent, um, that they're, they've been calling home, and he opens his eyes, calls out to his dad. 
he's extremely sick and he's been sick since they were driven from their home and that's been you know at this point what how many months yeah quite a few eight months something like this um and uh the only way that he could survive was to get the symbiote because otherwise he's going to die. Jack comes in at the very opportune time and goes, I'm no doctor, but that's scarlet fever. <laughs> Coincidentally, yeah. scarlet fever is on other plants too, which to be fair would make sense if you brought a human civilization yeah, from they're Earth. Yeah, types of humans, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, how, how convenient that he immediately Well, you know, if it, it wasn't is. for the anti-vaxxers. They might not notice. <laughs> just seems appropriate. To be fair, all of if you get the Gould, so essentially That's all of seats. Jaffa are anti-vaxxers. Well, they're not uh, necessarily well. anti-vaxxers. They're just vax? Question mark? I don't know. Yeah. Don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't understand. I have a Gould. That's that's the thing. That is their vaccination. Exactly. Yeah. So you just get none until you get a Gould. <laughs> um, but he, he pulls out his magical medicine powder yeah. and gives him some. And he goes, you know, if we can get him back to Earth, he stands a fighting chance. I do not know what the survival rate of scarlet fever is. I have no idea. I mean, to be fair, I couldn't recognize that as scarlet fever. Do people still get scarlet fever? Maybe that's what we should have looked up. Yeah. (laughs) I failed in doing that. That's okay. I was too caught up on the Faustian bargain. I like that better. It's probably more fun anyway. Um, And so Sam and Daniel confirmed that they found a a larva stockpile and decided to steal one because, oh, look, they have an empty coffee thermos that they've already drank all their their coffee for. Here's a perfectly sized thing for a thing to to fit in, for a goal to live in. Part of what they said of going to the planet is, oh, we might run into symbiotes, but Uh no, that's what Daniel brought his coffee in for the trip. And he drank it all. <laughs> now we're going to stick a ghoul. There's a little bits of it's coffee in the bottom. smell interesting, yeah. So the, the, the ghoul's just going to get, like, buzzed on coffee. <laughs> um, Sam needs a few moments to get up the courage to grab one. She's like, on three. I one, don't blame two, her. three. And she just pauses there. I was, I was totally with her. I was totally with her on that one. Those are gross. They're gross. They look like eating gummy bears. Yeah, she's just like, oh, I And they're all wiggly things. and squiggly. Yeah, they're, they're pretty disgusting. Um, and then Daniel decides to make a whole lot of noise and destroys the rest of the larva. Yeah. And Sam Yeah, then, that's what, is that, okay, is that when he decides to, like, shoot things up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then what s- was that? Sam's just gonna stand back and let him do that? He's well, going a little so bit he, nuts. She handed his gun to him while she went and grabbed the gold, and then Daniel fires back, and Sam's like, can I have my gun back now? Yeah, he basically just loses it. I'm waiting for him to just fall on the floor and start bawling. <laughs> well, Something is not okay. It's one of those things where they both have a point. Yes, he has a point that most uh, those gold might grow up to enslave people, but Sam's also like, they're literally helpless. Yeah. And you have no clue. Yeah. They could die there. You have issues. Also, you need to deal with this. Also, let's not make a t- shit ton of noise uh, while yeah. we're sneaking around an alien planet we just stole one of their precious right, things. Yeah. Remember the quiet time that we yeah. instilled? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and remember how stealth works? Yeah. It means you don't make a lot of noise. Yeah. Um, it's the opposite of what you're doing now, yeah, So she takes her gun back and then doesn't let Daniel have it anymore. Because, again, <laughs> Daniel doesn't right. get guns yet. No. He has not graduated well, to big Well, he clearly guns. shows that he's not allowed to. He's yes. a little bit too, uh, you know, unstable. <laughs> um, so on the way back to the gate, Ryak has stopped breathing. And Teal'c decides there's no other way. It's his fatherly right. And he gives him his own gould, condemning himself to death within a matter of hours. Right. Uh, he absolutely hates that he has to do this. He asks for forgiveness. He can't... He, But he's like, if I don't do this, you're going to die. At least this way you're alive. Right. Even if you're hooked on drugs. Well, and then it's like, I'm the one doing this to you. At yeah. least I feel some sort of control. Yeah. Um, 
So Sam and Daniel are walking along. Daniel's eating chocolate or something. And then they're wondering <laughs> if they have to feed the snake. Like... Yeah. <laughs> It's like a yeah. It's like a puppy. They do just I have stole to a puppy. Feed the puppy. What do I do? And you know what? It's more like they caught a bugs in a jar. Yeah. Do I have and to then feed? It's like, oh, we should have put a leaf in there with it. I have a lamprey. <laughs> do I have to feed the lamprey? Do I have to like throw a fish in it? What do I do? What do I do? Should I cut holes in it so it breathes? <laughs> do I have to poke holes in the bottle? Yeah. <laughs> um, and they get fired on. So they take cover behind a very large dead tree stump, and then Sam grows, throws a grenade right. because explosions are fun. Yeah. And Sam's awesome. And she's like, well, we're no longer still, so F it. Yeah, exactly. Grenades. They know we're here, so one here's you, a giant fucking explosion. Yeah. Which, by the way, why does Jack not hear the giant explosion? Because they, yeah. they can't be that far they're, apart. Yeah, they're not that fast you at don't walking. hear a grenade yeah. in the distance. Um, and so then SG-1 unites. And, but they can't continue because Teal can't move because right. Teal's about to die. But, oh, look! Wait a minute. How yeah. convenient <laughs> that Sam and Daniel have a single goal. Uh, they're, like, they're like, well, we we got one of these. Will this work? Yeah, yeah this will work. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you get this? Uh, yeah. I don't care. Just good. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> and But Drag and Braytac are kind of really put aside and, and, like, they stole it from the temple. And that's, you know, blasphemy. And how dare you? And Jack's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, shits are not given at this moment. Look at all these saving yeah. teal. Um, <laughs> and so it's a really young, it's a really young uh, ghoul. They right. don't know if it's going to be old enough, but Braytac's like, well, we're going to stick him in there and see if it works. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, and it works really quickly. Yeah, he's already he's car- fine. Yeah, he's already carrying Ryak back to the gate through the forest again. And the weirdest alarm horn. You see he has like a giant ram's horn and he blows it and the sound that comes out of that is not Yeah, you're like, where the Foley artists were not really like, on top of this here. That is not a sound that would come out of a horn. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very strange. I couldn't describe it to you. No. They like must have electronics in the horn or something. Yeah. It was very <laughs> it's weird. Like, what is that, a siren um, coming out of this horn? Yeah. They've been discovered and Ryak wakes up and he's super excited to have his gould. It's like, I mean, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a kid that got picked for his first baseball team or something. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they've clearly been a little bit brainwashed. I mean, here. that's essentially, um, um, Ryak's just had his bud mitzvah. Yeah. And uh, he is now a man, which is essentially what it is. <laughs> that's true. Um, it's his quinceanera. It's a little bit less of a party. <laughs> Slightly yeah. less of a party extravaganza right. atmosphere. Right. Um but and he's told Teal tells him to follow his mother's guidance and follows Braytech's guidance and he's gonna learn to be a great warrior. Right. And he can't say when. He he can't stay. He'll be back at some point. It may be a while, but the Jaffa live very long and one day he will return and they will stand side by side in battle to free the Jaffa from false gods. That's not a premonition to things that coming later, maybe. Uh, not at all. What? Look at this drink I'm drinking. <laughs> um, this is the part where Grace looks over and tries to figure out what's happening And next. I don't even look in her direction. <laughs> uh, and then suddenly Drac is all cool about everything that happened. Yeah. Oh. oh we're hey, good. I'm like an awesome living wife again. Yeah. And you've been fantastic by my son. Um, and they leave them on the path. I guess to be fair, though, he did just save his son. He did just do exactly what Drac was wanting to do in the beginning. I yeah. still don't know if she understands she be so easy why. To to, yeah, because she was pissed earlier that Teal'c left and he went to go, you know, fight for people who are not his own. And none of that part's changed. That's true. 
But didn't Teok basically leave them with the say you try to stop me, um, you you be the heroes now. Yeah. Type of thing. But so maybe, it, yeah. you know, he covered his bases a little. I'm sure she's still holding anger. You know, yeah. she's, she's got that Daniel type anger but where it's don't give her a gun because she's going to shoot up <laughs> random things. But it's also at this point, like, it's in front of the son and the son That's is, true. like, idol worshipping his dad. So yeah, this, she doesn't yeah. really want to do that, but... Um, okay, that's fair. And so as they're heading back, to, and you know, Teal does do a double back and watch, and he yeah, doesn't want to leave. Type it's, thing, it's a yeah. single tear. <laughs> He's kind of the shit situation for him either way he goes. Right. Um, and there's there's this great line. They're heading back to the gate, and and Jack's like, "All right, here's the plan." And Prate goes, "You will do as I say." Yep. Here's the plan. And Jack's what like, "What does right. want us to do?" <laughs> so they pull the chewy maneuver, <laughs> uh, and that doesn't work. Because does the chewy maneuver ever work? Uh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> For those of you I don't know, pretty much everyone should know what the chewy maneuver is, but uh, that's from A New Hope when they, like, hey, we're going to go to the gate, but I can get by as being one of the bad guys, so you're going to be under my control as a prisoner. <laughs> People, the chewy maneuver never, never works. never worked. There's no, I, please tell me a moment where the chewy maneuver works. That's true. Now I want to know. I mean, Does even in New Hope, they still, like, got down to the cell block, it, but that didn't it, it help almost afterwards. Worked. It almost worked. It almost worked, but they're still kind of fucked once they got there. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the one priest disses Braytag, saying that he was once the greatest of the Jaffa warriors, and then he takes him down really easily and just <laughs> proves that he still is. He's like, and, and I still am. All yeah. the priests go down very easily. <laughs> um, Braytack will figure out how to get out of trouble. He'll cross that bridge when he comes to it. <laughs> um, and he thanks them, he thanks Teal for giving him a new young warrior to teach. That's true. And they part. O'Neill and Carter salute Braytack. And Braytack sort of <laughs> lifts up his staff weapon as a weird. Solidarity sister. Tuscan Raider movement. <laughs> uh, and they part ways. And that's the end of the episode. The end. And scene. And there is no for crying out loud in this episode. What? There's no any. Yeah, we're completely. This is the Tilk Show. This so, is the Tilk Show. Yeah. For once, Jack takes a bit of a back seat. Um, even in the but snark, gets, even the snark level but he, isn't it isn't but the snark still meter got isn't some going snark off the in there yeah that's true a little bit of snark but I think uh, Braytag beats him in the snarkometer oh oh yeah because, because it's you want to see snark I can teach you oh, everything including snark I'll teach you I'll teach you my ways <laughs> young man yeah um, yeah it's. I really love this episode. This is a cool episode. I, I mean, it's nice to hear. It's a little bit of scandal where it's like, what? Do you look yeah. a wife and a kid? And then afterwards, it's like, oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, you that would, would make sense. Well, I yeah. mean, look at those eyebrows. I mean, he's a family <laughs> man. Yeah. Man's, look how what buff woman. this man is. He like, is a very attractive man yeah, like with amazing you, eyebrows. If you do the math, it's like, okay, great warrior, good looking dude. And ranking up there. Yeah, all the money, all the status, all the everything. Like, of I can imagine that she's a major catch, too. That's true. It's, it's it's like the quarterback getting the star cheerleader, I can yeah, imagine. that's very true. Is, uh, is yeah. what that was. <laughs> but, and then um, they just go on to have the ridiculous, good, like, adorable, good-looking kid. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah, you're that's supposed to happened. breed. Two people that pretty should breed. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a cool episode on that end. Um, I think it's just setting us up for things further down the line. I really think that's all this episode's doing. Yeah, well, it's well, it's it established a couple things, it introduced mm-hmm. some characters. Um, you, you know, you got sort of a little mini arc. I think I do think that um, we either didn't. We, I guess there wasn't enough time because I 
um, Dreyak's character arc in the episode was yeah. really rushed to me. She's rushed. We don't really like her at the end of it. Well, I don't like her. I don't feel like we know her enough. No. Um, she seems a little shallow. Yeah, and it's just like she wasn't given enough. Like, not enough was written for that character that made sense, I feel. Yeah, I think, yeah, really, I think the best word is shallow. The yeah. character development is shallow, and the character itself is shallow. Yeah, and so, really, we're introduced to to Braytac, who is the main right. awesomeness and I that think we're that's, introduced to. It's, I think we established the fact that we'll probably come back to Trulock. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, and we're like, hey, look at this cool old dude named Braytag. Yeah, That's yeah. what I've gotten out of this. And eventually Who we has, see... like, not only, you can imagine, like, he has the coolest headpiece. I love that bald cap, that metal bald cap he wears. That's true. I, I, you know, it is cool. It's just, like, awesome. I, You know, I was, I'll tell you that it wasn't what called my attention. I just, I think I was just kind of... Um, caught up in trying to figure out where I knew his face from. He has <laughs> he has one of those faces where I'm like the stories, just the the character or the actor. Like you see that face and I was like, you've seen shit yeah. and I want to hear all the stories. Yeah, that's true. There's something there. I yeah. want to sit around a campfire with a very strong drink <laughs> under the stars and I want to hear all your stories. Nice. I'm not yeah. going to talk all night. Yeah. I'm just going to soak everything in. <laughs> well, I just want him to get a little drunk and tell stories. I don't even need to be drunk. Oh, yeah. I want that's him what I mean. to like, yeah. Oh, it's just oh, that's it would be a good. It'd be a good. I'd be night. down for it as long as I get some marshmallows to roast. Can you imagine if we stick um, um, ham and ambre tack? Oh, that would be like a kid off. Oh yeah, <laughs> like have them just sit back and listen to them duel stories yeah. back and forth. Yeah, and then at some point, I want there to be a bar fight. <laughs> but like, but like the friendly bar fight, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Where they're not actually trying to like get each other; they're just like trying to like knock so each maybe other some down. arm wrestling or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Where they just get each other the same way, sort of Jack and Bray tag. Oh yeah, yeah, fighting, yeah. And they just get people up and they have another drink afterwards. <laughs> I dig it. I mean, oh, that'd be so much fun. Where's that episode? Should, can Stargate come I'm back? I'm writing it in my head right can now. Can Stargate come back just so I can have an episode like There's that? There's just a couple of yeah, just a couple of the ones that I. If there is a fanfic that in which Braytech and Hammond sit around a campfire <laughs> telling stories. This is a fanfic I would actually read. Please send I'd be it to for me. It. I, will, I will read a lot of things. I will read a lot of weird things. Send I'm, them all this I way. I may after this <laughs> search for a Hammond Brates. I'm afraid. Oh, actually, <laughs> don't you know what? It. Just I'm, don't search images and you're fine. No, no, no. I'm not going to search for a Hammond Braytech uh, 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 fanfic because I'm very worried of what I don't, might get. Don't look at it. Don't the internet stop imagining has some weird-ass places. <laughs> All right, let's change the subject. So where would you rank this in <laughs> okay. your top five so of the season? So here's the thing is, this is a really cool episode, but like I said, it's Tilk's Cold Lazarus, Yeah. so I think it ties Cold Lazarus for me. Ties Cold Lazarus. Yeah. Okay. So? Because I don't think, um, yeah, I think that's where I'm going to hold it at. <laughs> I think... I think this one, oh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I think this one, I, if, without Braytac, I don't know if this one would be on my list. Right, I think that because, the idea that it introduces this character yeah, is really why it's important. Because we have Braytac in this, okay. I think it is going to um, knock Enemy Within off my list. Okay. And it's going to go at, I think, Number. I'm trying to decide if it's going to be number three or four. I don't know if it's above or below Children of the Gods. So right now you've got Thor's Hammer, Torment of Tantalus. Children of the Gods and the Nox. And it's either going before or after Children of the Gods. Yeah, interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of 
You know, I think it's going to go right after because I still think if I'm going to sit down and watch something, I'm going to watch Children of the Gods. Okay. As yeah, an episode. before this. Yep. Um, so this is going as number four on my list. Yeah, I don't know that this one stands alone. So for that reason, I, yeah. I think it comes after. Yeah. I dig that. Alrighty. So next week, we're going to be looking at Fire and Water. Oh, okay. I have no comments about this episode <gasps> because this is one of those episodes where I watch it... Uh, repeatedly and I still do not know how I feel about it. Oh my goodness. Because okay. there's some... A controversial episode it, about fire it and actually, water. Oh, I it, like it. It is a controversial episode and there's some really amazing scenes in it but it's just it's one of those episodes <laughs> where you're like Why? Huh? Okay. No yeah. more. Don't say no more. I'm not saying anymore. We're going to go watch in about five minutes. I'd so. like this. Okay, cool. So before we go today, I wanted to go ahead and thank our iTunes reviewers. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so for much. Reviewing on iTunes. Yes. Um, so which again, anyone else with stars, anything, whatever you want to do. Oh, we're so appreciative. But specifically, I want when, to thank. When you thank us on iTunes, your big giant reward is you. We give you internet hugs and internet drinks through our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Cheers by mentioning to you our all. names. Um. But, okay, I apologize if I butcher any of these usernames, but to Nikerson, Lee Bruins, Suze Foster, Ramble Tamble, and Augie Doggie, thank you for your reviews. You guys are so nice we and so sweet. We have all five stars. We're so, we so get the warm and fuzzies when we think about that. And anybody else, emails, whatever you want to do, I, I We I did like get an email from, uh, from War Kitten, oh. which is really cool. <gasps> Yay, emails. Yeah. I like emails. Okay, fun. Um, so thank you again. And uh, as always, you can find us on at Tara Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. If you just search it. And you can also Gmail us at that same thing. There's no place like Tara at, at gmail.com. Um, please chat about, we're going to watch Fire and Water next. So what did you guys think about Fire and Water? Because you know what I'm talking about when I say, what did you guys think about Fire and Water? We're not just talking elements here. We're not talking. There, yeah, there's more than there's more. There's like a thing <laughs> that happens in that episode. I'm and excited. What did you and think scared. about it? <laughs> uh, you should be excited and scared. <laughs> Let's do it. So, thank you so much for listening. We love you all. Until next week. Goodbye. Excelsior. No, I can't say that line. <laughs> I can't steal that line from from Stanley. I have no other call off. We love you all. We love you all. To pieces. Uh, unicorn farts. This is where I sing about ponies. <laughs> Turn it off now. Oh, God, this is getting terrible. <laughs>